gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Yes, and we are going to be talking about a festival that is, is at least close to my heart. Um, but Close be to many, I would assume. Definitely, definitely. Falls Festival. Uh, it's one, I've been to it about four times, I think, and it was like my first ever multi-day festival when I was um, a, a little bit younger now. I would have been... When I was a wee lad. When I was a wee lad, when I was 19 <laughs> or 20 years old. Um, and so they've come out last week saying that the event will not be going ahead this year at all, which was not exactly what was uh, on anybody's bingo cards necessarily <laughs> for this year. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock when I did see it. I was like, oh. And I was like, I wonder what the reasons are behind this because obviously, like, you you see things like this and it's like, is it monetary? Is it something separate? Like, we've obviously had a bit of environmental reasons the last few years as well. So, yeah, they're not going ahead this year. After yeah. just shy of 30 years yeah, of running yeah. the festival. It's it's pretty crazy. The festival's been around for 28 years. Obviously, COVID interrupted that as it did with everything else. It was originally held in bushland um, in the Victorian coastal town of Lawn way back in 1993. Um, and that's where its Victorian leg was held for quite some time. But in recent years, things have started to appear like they were getting a little bit tougher. So at the lawn event, maybe uh, a, a several year, a fair few years ago, now, five or six years ago, they had a crowd crush event as a result of a stampede and the res- had to, you know, um, understandably and as they should have, paid a $7 million uh, or settled a $7 million case following that one as well. Um, the lawn event then was unable to continue uh, for for various different reasons um it at lawn which was obviously its spiritual home um then it was held in sydney Meyer music bowl which is in melbourne despite being called sydney it's s-i-d-n-e-y if you're wondering i always <laughs> just shorten it to sid Meyer. i don't know whether it's actually properly like officially abbreviated to sid Meyer, or whether i've just heard them say sydney Meyer, and in my head i've got sid Meyer because it's probably a better sydney way in melbourne is always confusing yeah yeah it's probably a better way to refer to it to be honest with you um but yeah it was held in sydney Meyer music bowl in like melbourne city last year which was you know not something that was very normal for the festival um same place i do the carols if you watch the, the christmas <laughs> eve carols by candlelight there you go um they were originally trying to take it to a new site in maroon which is a small town 35 kilometers away from lawn however and a color <laughs> <laughs> sorry Thank you for that. Um, they they had objections from locals. I believe it was to do with cattle farming or something of the like, um, and that ended up in the Victorian Council of Administrative Tribunals. And there was this ongoing thing, and basically those talks broke down, so they just abandoned it completely. Similarly, they had an event that ran for nineteen years in Marion Bay in Tasmania, which was originally part of it as well. That hasn't been seen since twenty nineteen. Was the last time we saw that event pre COVID. Um, and then coming off of the back of last year's Splendor in the Grass, which, you know, was a disaster in a lot of ways, um, despite still going ahead and people like me still having fun, um, I don't think the event organisers walked away feeling particularly good about it. And it's worth noting that this event is run by Secret Sounds, which runs both Falls and Splendor in the Grass. 
Splendor in the Grass, that disaster was the mud and the rain and the delays heading in, in part due to the weather as well. So Splendor in the Mud it got a, a nickname for. So that I just wanted to, in case someone's like, what happened last year? Well, I couldn't remember. I wouldn't blame you either because I don't know what happened last week what? and I don't know what month it is or day. Even I, when you said that, I was like, what happened? I was like, oh, that's what happened. So just, I don't know. I'm interjecting a little bit. Sometimes it's just useless like Maroon. <laughs> and other times I think it might be a little bit useful if you're not qu- if you're not following all the way through with some of the backstories and or previous music news, which shame on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should be <laughs> absolutely up to date. But we have a real habit of shaming listeners for listening to our show. Well, it's fun to do. I mean, we, 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 we're trying trying to operate out of solidarity with one another so we we tend to be pretty easy on one another we'll rip into ango when we get the opportunity to yep. and then the next best thing is the listeners we're like you know when you meet up with two mates two of them always pick on one yep Aiman and i are the two mates that pick on the third and the third just happens to be our innocent listeners because they can't reply they can't well they can but we can just ignore the phone call or the messages that come through Correct. so we have the last say but um yeah that's what happened at splendor yeah. last year the same organizers of falls festival yeah right? yeah cancelled this year so, so yeah, this has gone down. They've come out with this announcement. They said, after an impressive 28 years of ringing in the new year with some of the world's biggest acts, the team are taking this new year's season off to rest, recover, and recalibrate. Now, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but Falls Festival always runs over New Year's um, in multiple locations. We send huge love, they continue, and appreciation to all our patrons for their ongoing support and for the great vibes they brought to the 2022-23 events. You really are the heart and soul of Falls Festival, and we look forward to updating you with our plans when the time is right. I don't, what was your reaction when you saw that? Because I, you know, taking the season off to rest, recover, and recalibrate, I sort of think, well, I know there's obviously a lot that goes in with planning the festival, but my hunt, and this is without knowing anything, but my hunch was that there might have been more to play because, I mean, obviously COVID was a tiring time for everyone, but other festivals have carried on and continued on and some have even grown where this one, you know, to take the year off, I, I don't know, I just sort of felt like there was perhaps more at play. Yeah, it, d- it definitely does seem that way, and it's almost—I don't know how you manage these things from a PR perspective. I don't pretend to be an expert, but um, you'd almost, as a punter, just prefer to be given as much as is reasonable. You know, we're not asking for detailed financial records and tax returns, where, but but it would be interesting, like and and transparent, just to communicate. Okay, what actually are the reasons for this? Because when you look at organizing an event they would have been well into the process of teeing up uh, performers. The Mm. New Year's period is obviously very busy around the world. Um, So getting people on Australian shores for that is something that is often organised 12 months or longer in advance. Um, So they would have been securing lineups, securing artists, blah, 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 going through their regular motions that they have done every year. Um, and, and, and then to come out, and I, I mean, it wouldn't have been, I, I don't know exactly when the lineup for Falls drops each year, but it would only be a few months away when they would have dropped that lineup. Um, yeah, I mean, they took 2020 and 2021, there were no Falls Festival because of COVID. So I, I know it's not necessarily time off, like it's still mentally taxing and emotionally taxing, but I, mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not being... Um, easy enough on them because I, I also understand that burnout and all of that is a very real thing. You see a lot of people 
it's here and in America as well, like working hard at your job and grinding away, working long hours is almost celebrated. And I feel like more and more people are sort of starting to realise that actually it's not good for my mental health to continue grinding in that way. And also realise, realise, realise. Have I said that word a lot of times? Is that where that came from? <laughs> or were you? I, I couldn't. I wasn't sure. I, I didn't. I couldn't realize. Maybe you were trying to like say realize. No, I'm sorry. This like you really have to know what I'm talking about. I and just then, saw an opportunity to put in a contextless piece of information and hope that you understood. No, I did. Realize, as in real eyes. I thought that could have realize, been realize. They realize real lies. Yeah. It's an edgy Tumblr um, <laughs> thing that used to bump around the internet way back, and I just couldn't resist but to ruin your flow by interrupting there. But hey, go on, please. I did it with maroon, so it, it's fine. We're square. <laughs> but yeah, I I think people more and more are starting to understand that. <laughs> I'd use a different word. Are starting to understand that it's not all about the grind. That you do need to take time off for your mental health. So if if it's one hundred percent for that reason, I am on board. Um, but I think. That there could be other factors, whether it is a lack of artists available for bookings or whether it's other financial implications, whatever the case is. But um, in a separate statement, Secret Sound CEO, who you mentioned, were the company who owns Falls Festival uh, and Splendor as well. Um, so the Secret Sound CEO and Falls producer Jessica DeCrow, uh, she said that the past few years have seen unprecedented change in the live music space, both front of house and behind the scenes. While Falls rebooted in 22-23 was full of amazing moments and we were thrilled to reconnect with our Falls fam. Our team needs a break so this year we'll take time off to enjoy the holiday period and allow some space to reimagine how Falls will look in the future. So a little more light shed there, but but not a, a great deal. Um, it, so the reimagine is probably one of the more interesting words in that statement. Like, does that mean they're not going to be a New Year's festival anymore? Because she sort of hints that our team are going to take the time off to enjoy the holiday period, which if you're constantly working holidays or as people would know, if you do work those holidays, it can get quite tiring constantly being away from family and friends during that period when you're working and everyone else is having a celebration, especially when your work is watching people do a celebration. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't feel music, very so. celebratory, I don't think, no, um, in a lot so of ways. I wonder whether it's the reimagining is partly part of that or whether the reimagining could be a completely different look Falls Festival. Yeah, I mean, part of me wonders if we're going to be looking in future at a scaled-back event um, because we have seen all of those implications from the Victorian event over the last few years play out. Um, of course, there was a crowd crush in the legal case, which I mentioned before. That played a role. The lawn event also was um, moved last minute due to bushfires in, I think, 2016 and then cancelled in 2019 before COVID due to bushfires as well. Um, we all know back summer. Mm. Well, that was going on there. Then we had the Marion Bay one, as I mentioned, which uh, we don't hear from anymore. Uh, that that kind of has just faded and, and doesn't exist anymore. There's a, there was a Fremantle event. So you're looking at a New Year's event, one of the biggest festivals in the country, occurring in four or five different locations across this continent. Artists having to bounce between. This would be a logistically difficult event to organise and a very, very expensive event to organise as well. Um and maybe why they're keeping their cards close to their chest at this stage is because of Splendour in the Grass being a, a almost sister event um, run by the same people. If it turns out that maybe Secret Sounds aren't doing so well financially or whatever, they don't want consumers to lose confidence in Splendour. And I also wanted to talk 
to talk about Splendor within this context too, because it's the 22nd of May today. Um, the Splendor lineup was announced about a month ago or even sooner. And then even prior to the announcement of the Splendor lineup, they open up a facility to buy tickets. So they announced Lizzo as a headliner, I believe, and then you could buy tickets. And you may have even been able to buy tickets beforehand if you were at the event last year. Um, and as of the 22nd of May, the festival hasn't sold out. And for those who don't know, Splendor um, is a type of event that I have been in and lost the battle for tickets in the past it's as soon as they go on sale they're usually gone like within the snap of a finger literally they don't last long so we're months into splendors being announced and it hasn't sold out that's not a very good sign um in terms of how that's going obviously there's a range of factors like what happened at the event last year cost of living um and that also the lineup itself, which a lot of people weren't particularly happy with. Yeah, plus it continues the trend that people are buying tickets more and more closer to the event date. So I do wonder when that comes around that it will the, the when the event takes place, what the proportion of tickets still available is. So we might keep an eye on that and give you an update if it's not sold out because it, it's that range of factors that you talked about, it could be any one or a combination of. Um, so it's interesting to keep an eye on that and see how that might impact other festivals as well and events moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think what was also so interesting about this is if we if we track back a few years too and look at the trajectory of both events, Falls and Spider in the Grass, they um, were doing so well in the lead up to COVID um, and prior to that, that they actually had permission for the Byron Bay leg of the event um, for Falls and Splendor is always at Byron Bay to have its have capacity for both festivals increase. So in 2019, they went to the Independent Planning Commission and were approved for the venue to redevelop the uh, Byron site, up the capacity to uh, Falls to 35,000 people and to for Splendor to 50,000 people. So each event um, got... In the, in the vicinity of tens of thousands of punters increase. So obviously the trajectory for the festivals leading into the COVID period were so confident that they were looking to bring tens of thousands more people into these events every year. Since COVID's gone, we've seen exactly the opposite take place. Um, with Splendour, I think we were, we were all expecting this triumphant return of the event last year, it was still their 20th edition because they weren't able to have it. So it was 20 years of Splendour. Everyone was keen to party, come back. And then that weather event happened and all of the other complications and kind of really put a sour note on that. And now Falls have come through. They had one event last year. I'm not sure if Falls sold out. Um, we might try and have a look at that um, maybe for subsequent users or later in the show. Um, but that the, they had that one event there and now Falls isn't even going ahead this year. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely troubling waters. And I mean, no one's um, pretending that there aren't significant issues within the industry itself, as we've covered a lot here on Homebrewed in the past. There's, there's so much going on. Things are a whole lot more expensive. Cost of living obviously affects everything. Inflation affects everything. Mm -hmm. and there's only so much they can put ticket prices up to cover that. So it's almost like this has happened at a really almost like a crossroads moment for the industry because you had the resurgence after COVID, you had all the recovery payments, you saw these festivals coming back and you, you mentioned that the 20th anniversary was going to be such a, a huge thing for Splendour and now we're seeing Falls Festival saying we're going to take a year off as these cost of living crisis continues to go through and it, it's... 
it's interesting to see what will actually happen moving forward. And I've sort of hinted at, you know, what other events might do, whether they'll also take a year off, whether they will scale down, whether their ticket sales won't improve either. Because if that's the case, then the industry's almost facing close to pandemic level crisis again. Uh, but for a different reason, there was a crisis during the pandemic, obviously, because they couldn't perform, we couldn't see live music. But now that we have the opportunity to, but it might be too expensive. And when people are strapped for cash, what they're going to make sure their mortgages are paid, their rent's paid, and they can afford to feed themselves and their family and then anything else. And send home brewed $5. Of course. And anything else like art and sport and all of these other things are sort of add-ons and extras and will suddenly become not important. So it'll be very interesting to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah, it will indeed. And we will. And we, of course, we, we really hope and wish these events the best are really, really big parts of Australian culture um, and we hope they do well but uh, yeah it's uh, I suppose quietly concerning times uh, and we can only hope this is but a blip on the map but either way we'll be keeping an eye on it all as we do here at Homebrew and we're bringing you any updates as they do come to hand but that is just about us for the music news Homebrewed Get it all at www.homebrewed.au. Why is it not your internet homepage right now? Yeah, if it's not, I, I don't see any other reason why you would need to use the internet other than to access <laughs> our content. And if there is another reason, I'd like you to email it to me and I can deem whether it's worthy or not. And that email can be found at www.homebrewed.au.